Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Jay Wade, and this is a sports talk show devoted to movie trivia slowdown, hence the slowdown in the name. And we are going to be speaking about it for here about an hour and a half. Uh, man, I don't know. I forgot to <laughs> I tell you, I got to be honest, man. Today's issue is that right off the bat, I forgot to put my hat on again, and I just hate that I'm going bald so much. And I hate when I forget to have the hat on because then I like people are exposed to it. And I don't want to. Are you ever going to, are you ever going to reach that point where you're just going to say, fuck it and just get rid of it all? Well, I usually do shave it, but I've just been, I've been super busy and just said, fuck it for about the last month. But I usually do shave it. Yeah. But I mean, dude, in high school, I had, I had hair down to the middle of my back. So, I mean, I love being able to style hair, like have long hair, but then I like short hair and do a little funky shit with it. And, at one point in my life, I had the Blink-182 hair thing going on. And, you know, I've had stages, man. I've had my goth goth stage where it was jet black. I've had my hippie stage where I had, like, little uh, hair hair braids in it and shit and with bells hanging off of them. And, and I've had all different kinds of – but now I'm in the, the grumpy old man who's losing his hair and just sits out there yelling at the clouds all day. Baby. Yeah, rocking chair with a gun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yes, we've got, as usual, Double D here. How you doing, Dan? Well, I just had a little nap when you told me about your hair because I just don't care about that. I care about the smowdown, so that's why ah. I'm just a second ago. Hey, that's fair enough. I can't really argue that. So, uh, also, <laughs> so and it's his birthday. Oh, I'm going to call you Sassy Double D. All right. <laughs> uh birthday soda what's up man how you doing oh not much man thanks for having me on as as usual i'm definitely looking forward to the to this and i'm looking forward to the end of the show as always so not because uh, it's over but because what we're doing at the end of the show i should probably yeah. rephrase that <laughs> yes we will be playing guess that schmodown again uh at the end of today's episode so that i like that so that's fine yeah. uh also d DQ, it's hard for me to keep up with this lingo of you young folks. Man. Wait, wouldn't it be D squared? We had a whole discussion about this like a month and a half ago, and this is what we landed on. Okay, okay. But we still get it, me and uh, Double D still get it all the time. So we're, uh, and I'm sorry because Double D is the, the veteran here, so I'm the one that gets gets him in yeah. all, the, all the hot water. So yeah, you see the veteran's the one that gets to keep the jersey number. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's exactly it. I'm gonna have to buy it off you, Double D. Uh, for the right price. For the yeah. right price. <laughs> nice. Team up uh, for a meal. <laughs> uh, guys, we got some. We had some awesome matches uh, to talk about here, and uh, we're gonna get started with uh, in the singles tournament. We had Lon Harris versus King Khan. Um, Man, this was a good freaking match. I'll say it again. And and at the end of the season, I will make my official one way or the other statement about Finstock Exchange. Um, also, by the way, we are not doing hot matches this week because uh, our our discussion with Thomas Harper was pre-recorded. Um, so we're just going to talk uh, all amongst ourselves the whole time. Um, but uh, I completely forgot what I was saying. So yeah, Finstock um, Exchange. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. They're they're amazing me. They're amazing me. I, and I feel I kind of feel like a real heel. Oh, quit bragging, Lou. I kind of feel like a real heel for uh, for doubting them so hard. I don't feel like a heel for doubting them, 
but I feel I feel I, I still want to say I still have no faith in uh, in uh, Tom Dagnino as a manager. I still I that will not change. It will have to say take something well, drastic. There, there's nothing wrong with doubting it because I mean we did see the strategy done. I, I, I've said it before on the show. We saw the strategy done last year and it didn't go as didn't go well. So I mean we see someone else do the same strategy. It's like well you know there's a good chance it could equally end up the same, but. You know what? It's paid off in dividends for them. That dossier was really the key. Yeah, and you're 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 praising him. Uh, you're still doubting him at this point. I mean, it's kind of like a backhanded people. compliment. Yeah, because it's I, like I've always said, dude. I don't. I don't think that. I think that the that Finstock Exchange success is due far more to the people he surrounds himself with. I don't think like. If, if he didn't have certain – I don't think Fitz, Finstock is such a great manager and that he knows what he's doing and he's making great moves as much as it is other people around him telling him what should be done and what would work best and him relying on their knowledge and, and their input more than anything. Mm. That's, well, that's what great leaders do is that – I was just going to say that. That doesn't make you a good manager. A good, like, dude, it, it just doesn't. That doesn't make you a good manager. It makes you good at delegation. <clears throat> and that's what that. leaders do. That's what managers do. If they know what their strengths are and their weaknesses, they're not going to say, hey, I'm going to try and fail because I failed 10 billion times. You get the resource needed and you complete your team. That's a manager of the year, and man. I can actually speak. To, I can actually have firsthand knowledge of this. So um, it has nothing to do with FCL or Schmodown, but I'm actually managing Fifty Shades of Geek in a lot of the various families. And so I, I, that's what I did is I got in a bunch of people. It's like, okay, who wants to take this? Who can focus on that question? Who can fill in when I'm not around? Like you build a good support team around you. That's what a good manager does. And of course, managers should be very hands-on, which is what I'm personally trying to do. But, you know, a good team usually leads to success. Yeah. So are we going to ignore uh, when you win and win championships and such and be manager of the year three, four times in a row? But... Well, here's the thing about the manager of the year, though. I mean, that's kind of like saying. I don't think it. I just, I just don't think he. I don't think he's a great manager. I'm just saying. I don't think he's a great manager, but I'm saying he, he, he gets the one side of the schmodown that sometimes we forget is he's the entertainment factor. Yeah. Finstock's always involved. Everybody always cares what he's doing. The Finstock Exchange completely goes in a different direction this year with getting rookies. And they're usually, even win or lose, they're usually a top topic of conversation almost every week. Yeah. And also when it comes to those, yeah, he won the manager of the year three times, but it's like you got to look at when he won. Like he was the only one that was truly a manager at the time. And then MF5 came in and, and took the thing. But, I mean, now it's stiffer competition. So, I mean, Jay is right to a degree, but he also is the template for what a manager is. Yeah, I, see, this is the thing that me and Frenchie get into a lot. Is is far is like, um, the the balance between the the entertainment and the competition aspect of it, and I just I'm still under I'm still under the opinion that you can't be heavy on uh, you can't be heavy on the on either actually, um, like I think I think. Dagnino is heavy on the character and he lacks big time on the competition <laughs> side. And to me, that you need and you need more of a balance. He's not that that just because he's really good at one thing 
doesn't make him good overall. Hey, Dustin, that I, just shows that he's not a WWE fan. I I, I agree in a sense that uh, he's very entertainment side. So there's a balance to him itself. What, but what he represents, though, there's not a lot of managers are very, man, um, very like, you know, sportsmanship and, and character as him. So he does bring uh, an angle that we need, right? A lot of them are serious competitors uh, yeah. and very like in game. But rare so are at that he level. Balances it out exactly. In, in that's where exactly. the balance comes from. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, and I, and I think he wants to win. I'm not saying all the managers don't. Who doesn't? But never once do you hear Dagnino say, "Granted, again, he's a he's a heel." But do you hear him give everybody else props for everything all the time? Nope. He's going in the ready to win, and that's his first and foremost discussion. And that's who he drafts. He drafted it last year with his different style of team. He has it this year. That's all that matters. And, yeah, I, and, and if he's doing he's not the best manager in, in the league, like that's really debatable. But I mean, there's a reason why he has had success. So, so he must be doing something right. Agree. Yeah, Only Finstock could fail upwards. Okay, let me let me see another thing. And we, I, I'm sorry, I'm keeping us on this, but like the reason success this year is because of the dossier. Would we all agree on that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, sure. so I guarantee you. That he had to do with all of it. Uh, Jay, you just made your camera a Dutch tilt. Did we you can't hear your, you. We can't hear you. And I'm pretty sure when you pounded your fist on the thing, your camera moved. <laughs> well, this is going to be a great rest of the show, guys. Well, okay, so so okay. Keep talking about how great of a manager Dagnino is and how he's, he's the best manager because I do think he is. Let's go. You surround yourself with winners. Surround yourself with winners. He does know what he's doing. And that's the whole point is that, yes, he doesn't know. I agree with you, Jay. He didn't have anything to do with that dossier, but maybe he came up with the idea for the dossier and other people who were smarter than him put their resources together and say, okay, this is what we're looking for. I'm going to find out. Okay, okay. We're going to move on after this, but you just said something, Dan. I'm going to find out. Um. If if that dossier, or I'm going to try to find out if it was his idea, if it was Tom's idea, okay, no matter how much work he put into it, if it was his idea, then I will publicly say that I am 50% wrong on that. <laughs> That's on, the most I'll ever get from you. Someone reach out to the barbarian. He should be, he'll be able to answer that. And you can't tell me that you don't, you can't think of Tom going, okay. I don't really know what I'm doing, and I don't know any of the new people. Hey, Craig, can you do it for me? You should create a dossier. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's saying like because just I'm just I don't know. I've I said it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying that I was wrong about my call on who would win this Merle versus Schloth match. Although in my heart of hearts, she still won. Um, I, I think if they had a rematch tomorrow, she would win. Uh, but that really, must, yeah, I really believe it. Are you on today, Jay? No, I, I really do, man. Uh, I'm a big fan of hers, and I think there's something boiling under the surface there, dude. And one of these days, she's gonna blow the fuck up, man. Um, she, and I, I have to agree with Jay in a sense, I don't think she's at the level like next match, but there's something 
like I said, boiling under. She has a lot of potential. And it's like in, sorry, Jay, in hockey <clears throat> or any sport, uh, there's some players that are good at first, but you're not going to put in the main team. Give them two, three years, though. Give them two, three years. I've perfect, perfect example on hockey player, Martin Saint-Louis. Oh, hell yeah. Was yeah. not drafted. He was unsigned. He bounced around between three teams. And as soon as he hit the Tampa Bay Lightning, he ended up winning the scoring title. And now he's a hockey hall of famer. Or or um or Dano. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, uh, we're gonna one of these days I'm gonna start off the whole show by being like no hockey talk this one episode. Um, you can't have any baseball talk. Yeah. I can do whatever I want, dude. It's my show. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the beauty of sitting in my seat, buddy. Uh, but no, this was a this was a really cool match. And uh I don't know. It it was kind of nice. Uh, I don't know. I can't pinpoint it, but I saw something different in Merle's demeanor uh, in this match than I have recently. And it just it reminded me of Merle of like four or five years ago. I don't I don't know why. I just I felt like I was watching Merle of old, man. Uh, but yeah, let's let's start with birthday soda. Happy birthday, man. Uh, tell us all about this match. Tell us uh, everything you remember. You in son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, let's go to the spoiler section of the schmo down here. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like going into it, did anyone else, uh, did anyone have any doubt that Merle was going to win? Zero. Re okay, so Jay, uh, like, I mean, obviously I, I, I d didn't know this, but why did you think Slosh, Sloth had a shot? Uh, I, I I think she had more than a shot. I think she was flat out gonna win. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just it's just a feeling, dude. From from her first match, her debut match, mm. I just I saw something, I sensed something, and I just I got a feeling about her, man. I think she I think she's got a lot there, man. She's gonna be a star in the showdown. I think. I think and, so too. But against Dan Merle, right? Against, thank you. Time, against Dan Merle. I thought so, man. I really did, and and like I said, I'll stand by the. I'll stand by what I said. Also, like if they rematch tomorrow, I think she would win. I don't know, and it's just a feeling, you know. It's it, because with her and that Merle, you never know. A bit of luck, anything can happen, and yeah. she's in the same category for me as a Blunden and a couple other people that made a good impact, mm. but you know. They're, they're, they're not fully there yet, but might be the next generation of Schmodown top players, right? So I, I'm in the middle in this. I agree, but I think, again, next match and everything, that's instinct. But realistically, you put that instinct, two, three years, she's in next class. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that assessment, two, three years. Yeah, yeah I'll say this uh, because I haven't said anything about this. Uh, my opinion on Jessica Sloth is that she's a bit too timid. And when you're going against yeah. Dan Merle, I just felt like Dan Merle is a little bit more confident. And that timidate, that well, well, hold yeah, on. What she reminds me of in that sense, she reminds me of Rachel Cushing when she first started. Yeah, Rachel Cushing was also very timid when she started. Sure. Don't, yeah, don't, so don't. I would say maybe give her a couple more years. Yeah. I think she can rise to the yeah. occasion. Don't like mix up timid and introverts, right? Uh, mm. she, she can be able to, to, to break out her, her shell. She's you can see it, she yeah. has quips, she has moments, and the more you advance, the more that timidness is needed. We don't have a player like her, he's like it's a sniper in, in training, 
be exactly but she'll shoot you in the head and then put a rose on you and say thank you and then like go out you know says so something unique about her and i understand that that character side go ahead uh Dustin. oh i'm just i'm just still uh going back to the beginning how we believe that she would beat dan merle one out of every two times i mean uh, i would i would put money on dan nine out of ten times yeah that, so that's, that's, that's that time is, is andrew guy like i mean well, after that anything is possible Right. And Dan, and you know what? And let's just go historically for me. I like Schultz a lot too. I, I, I agree with her. What she brings and who she is is really interesting to the game. Totally. I'm all in on that. But uh, to pretend that Dan, who only loses to like champions and has one loss against Guy four years ago. Um, that hasn't been that long already. If, three at least. Oh, yeah. To pretend that. Uh, that there was a one percent chance here is, uh, yeah. I, hey, I give it, I give you credit, Jay. Yeah, how no, much there's money always, have to come out of our pockets to make this rematch happen soon, so I can see if Jay, if she can beat Dan tomorrow. Yeah. I just yeah. really want this to happen. I'm going to use this quote that I know Dustin will appreciate. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon. It's, uh, it's unlikely in all likelihood. Yeah, and Guy is better than Jessica. I agree too. Yeah. Character-wise. I'll say this. With the Dan and Guy situation, Dan had been out of the Schmodown for yeah. a year or more, I think. So you combine that with what the Schmodown was at that point. There was, And, of course, the questions were a little bit more difficult. Or so it, it, it kind of threw him off a little bit. I, I guarantee mm -hmm. that's my opinion. But oh, I think no, That's true. He said it. Everyone said it. So I think you combine that with everything that – happened Dan Merle not being in the Schmodown for a year and a half that kind of propelled uh that <laughs> kind of gave the way where a guy was able to win but with Dan being in the matches uh in the Schmodown for currently and him observing it I think it's gonna be a little bit more tougher I'm not saying it's impossible but it's gonna be tougher to do it um I I stand by everything that I said um and I, and also this is uh, it, we're going to get into Parker and Irwin and then we got sexy numbers coming up but um but I do uh to, this is to to Schmodown um Christian and Skybound um I want I want a Schloth shirt now uh yeah. the Marisol McKee shirt is really cool and trust me as soon as I get money I'm getting one wait the Marisol McKee shirt oh yeah. it's, it's awesome oh yeah I, I, it's amazing, uh, but I want a Schloth shirt. So yeah, um, but uh, yes, uh, Parker versus Irwin. Parker was on here a couple, three weeks ago or so, maybe a month now. Um, I think yeah, I think he is going to tear through this entire tournament, man. Oh damn, that is a cool shirt. That is, isn't it? Yeah, I still think Saul might pull this off, but I think there was no surprise that. Parker was going to beat Ethan because you're going, even though Ethan Irwin is a great competitor, IG is a different beast and it's very, very specific. So you got to actually know that like the back of your hand and Ethan, while he's great, he's IG is just a different beast. And I will say, I don't think that was luck for him winning the, the round one match, but going against Parker, who's a little bit more experienced, who knows IG backwards and forwards, this was no contest for me. This one was a little bit more of a, of a pick just because we know how good Ethan Irwin is. Like, I mean, yeah, I still had Parker winning just because he's, like you said, he's got that, he's been in the IG League for a while, but I mean, if anybody could have beaten him, it would have, it could have, Ethan had the most likely shot 
right now. Yeah, and when the wheel spin happened, I literally said out loud to my phone when I was watching it this morning, please don't hit opponents. Because I knew if Ethan did, I literally said it out loud. Because if I, I knew it, if it happened, Ethan was toast. I because I, if because I knew Parker would give him something specific like he did, and then we wouldn't have got the match that was possible with Ethan's broad knowledge. And it happened, and then it was all downhill, which I think we all assumed was going to be probably the case, especially with something like Middle Earth. Ethan doesn't yeah. deep dive into that stuff if he doesn't feel like it. That's who he is. So I was really, I was really afraid of that. Dang it! I would love to see a match without it. That was like the match I wanted to see without it. But mm. it is what it is. But I agree with uh, Jay on this one. Uh, yeah. Parker's going to buzz saw through all of this. Um, and, and this is, and I, I mean, dude, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'll be honest. Um, this is hard for me to say because, um, I, you know, I've known, I've known Saul for a couple of years now. And as he said before, I'm the first person that reached out to him and had him on any of the after shows. I mean, I reached out right after he was initially his first phone call, uh, where the dog got the fucking bacon. Yeah. Um, I tried for about six or seven months to get a hold of him, and I ended up getting a hold of one of his friends who got a hold of him. Um, so, yes. this, yeah, Not this much. Hey, I'm a big fan of Saul as a person and as a player. Uh, he's definitely, I think he's gonna he's gonna play Parker for for the for the championship of this tournament. But I just I don't know if Saul had had different outcomes uh, this season. With a couple things, uh, in in particular, the uh, the first live match that he was in, who was it? Uh, uh, yes, If that had gone differently and gone his way, I think there would be be a lot a lot of momentum for him going up into this. But I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Parker's got the momentum, and for this one, uh, I'm going with the momentum. Uh, nothing against my boy Saul, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Momentum is a big thing, but once it shifts, it shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Parker has it all. Yep. Um, and right now, actually, guys, I'm going to talk dirty to you for a second. Actually, before yeah. we do that, Dagan put an interesting comment about Saul. I, you should probably put that up. A fun fact. Hold on, Roxy. You can you can talk in a minute. Uh, what is this? Saul has the I most. Apologize, Roxy. Here. I apologize. Um, Saul has the most steals in the Schmodown in 2000. Oh, really? Wow. I did not know that. Me neither. That's impressive. Yeah, that's big, dude. That steals, steals are game changers, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Especially in Geekdom. Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Thank you, Dagan. And yeah. now. I'm going to talk dirty to you for a second. Math. It is time for Double D's Sexy Numbers. Dan, what do you got for us this week? Okay, so... Uh... I guess everybody's going to be on here except for Jay. So, oh, wrong one, wrong one. Okay, that, that's the right one. Uh, so, today we're going to be looking at the top 10 point earners for this season. And the reason why we're looking at that, at least right now, is because when the managers are drafting and signing on people, they're looking for people to earn them points that will eventually earn them the championship. So, uh, really quickly, as of right now, uh, Soda and uh, uh, Dustin, who do you think are going to be the top 10 point earners as of right now? Well, I, I would say to say, uh, based on what we just saw, I would say Saul's probably on that list. Okay. Saul, so, well, Ethan, 
Yeah, Ethan. Kale Kalinowski. Yeah. Okay. I would probably Chance, maybe. Yep, Chance is a good one. Okay, um, well, let's let's see if uh, maybe those are correct. Oh, I actually oh, know oh, the oh. answer. Demolanta. Demolanta. Yep. There you go. Good one. So let's see. At number one, we have Andrew Demolanta with the quirky marks. Uh, interestingly wins. enough, he was a round two pick and he earned twenty three points in the Star Wars uh, for Star Wars title matches. Yep. So he defended it twice and he got the belt uh, really early on. So yes, he has the high ground. So he, and he has the number one position. So everyone else is going to go lower. Uh, yeah. For number two, we have Mike Kalinowski. Uh, most of it uh, earning 21 points. Most of it came from IG. Yeah. He got this title belt in IG, and he defended it for the first time. He did, got a number one contender match in the teams. He got a number one. Uh, he earned two points for that. Uh, with Ethan Irwin, he earned. He's at number three, earning 20 okay. points for them. Most of it's in singles uh, because he has the title belt. Yeah. Uh, but interestingly enough, he has five points in uh, the team's uh, uh, turn uh, division. And IG, he's only earned two, but he's the most diverse uh, player in this list. Uh, and okay. think about it this way: in the IG tournament, only four players are going to earn points in the IG tournament. So for Ethan to come out with two points, that's one. Uh, that's a fifty percent chance. Of, 50 percentage of those people are going to earn points. Uh, for number four, we have Dan Merle at 19 points. Again, most of, it, yeah, most of it's in singles, but again, five points are uh, in teams. Yeah, he so, had one title defense in here this year, didn't he? Yeah, he had one. No, he had one, one title match, but he right. lost he the belt this year. Yeah. So uh, hopefully now that he's in the singles tournament and in the teams tournament with Ben Bateman, hopefully they'll earn more points for that. Yeah. And at number five, we have Ben Bateman, Dan's partner in the dungeon, earning 15 points. Uh, three of those points were the free for all. He was the he had the most uh got the the got three points for the free for all. Uh, but he also earns five points for the team. So hopefully that's gonna add to that score. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, are you surprised at these names or are you kind of no, like definitely not? Schmodown heavies right here. That's why yeah. they're the main event guys. Yeah. So uh, you said Saul, you said Chance. Let's see if they're going to be in the final five. Uh, so Thomas Harper is at number six with 13 points. Yeah. I, yeah. So, and hopefully if he so does win the title match, that'll be another seven points. So he'll boost up, he'll go up to 20 points yeah. uh, really soon. In this month. About Harper. Yeah. And, uh, that's, and he was a number one draft pick by the Den. So uh, that that's a good steal from um, for Kate. Uh, William Bibiani, he was signed on and earned uh, twelve point five points. Uh, most how? Of those, yeah, as of right no. now. I know how. How does a half a point? <laughs> because uh, you those points are split between two competitors and teams. So uh, with um, so with the teams division, he earned he got the title belt and uh, Brendan Meyer, and. That equates to seven, uh, 15 points. Divide that by two, that's 17 and a half for William Bibiani, seven and a half okay. for Brendan Meyer. Okay. So, makes sense. So it makes a little sense. So that's how you got to do with teams. Okay. Uh, Robert Parker, he's at number eight with 12 points, all in IG. He, out of the five matches that he's been in, he earned uh, 12 points. And he was signed on by the uh, Dungeon. All three. Uh, 
dungeon members that were signed on are in that top five, top ten list. Interestingly right. enough, yeah. So the final two with number uh, number nine is Marisol McKee with eleven point five points. Again, one point five was in teams, and she is going for the single uh, the uh, the singles title match with Ethan Irwin soon enough. So hopefully. Uh, if she gets it, she's going to boost up her score by seven points. Uh, and and number 10 is Chance Ellison with 11 points. Uh, most of it is in singles, uh, but corruption's in the team's uh, division, uh, team's uh, tournament. Yeah. So hopefully uh, they'll boost up their score. And you know he cracked the top 10 with a negative one in, I, in IG. Yeah, but with a TKL. But interestingly enough, uh, Shannon, uh, before the before the draft, Shannon had four players. Three out of those four players are in this title match. The only one that's missing is Adam Collins, but yeah. that's, he hasn't played a lot. So if he's in the and he is in the t uh, singles tournament, so he's probably going to be uh, boosted up in this uh, as well. Uh, but let's see what Ro I know Roxy's uh, competitors aren't in here, but Roxy, uh, what do you think about my numbers? You had the sexiest numbers by far. And, and that is a true statement. That is absolutely true. I'm going to add in something. It, was this someone from the FinSock Exchange, or they're all, like, after 10? Yeah. Uh, there. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, let, me, let me pull it up here. Uh, there were – yeah, the, de uh, the uh, Roka, I think, has nine. So he's just, like, in the top 15. It, it's – it's crazy to look at the makeup of like the others versus Finstock. Finstock does have a main, main like point guy, right? It's all divided with depth players. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's consistency. Yeah. Yes. There are more players on that team that has more wins, but in terms of single players, these are the most. But yeah, the Finstock Exchange has the most diverse in players. I guess that's hmm. the best way to phrase it. They have a unique construct. Yeah. That dude, that that fucking bird in in Frenchie's apartment, dude. I swear. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god, dude, get out of here. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, Dan, very much for that segment. Um, and and before we are going to talk a little bit in here in ten minutes, uh, about ten minutes, maybe sooner. We'll see. But uh, um, we've got a, a pre-recorded discussion that Frenchie and I did with Thomas Harper, uh, pre-title match discussion and then next week be sure and come back because he will be on here with us live uh for a post title match discussion um but before we get to that we are going to talk about uh we're just going to shoot the shit about the timestamps. but also before we do that i took a poll on twitter last week asking people um if we whether or not uh, Schmodown should do away with the benefit of doubt rule, it's well known around here that I am not a fan at all. Um, and here are the results: fifty-seven votes, um, uh, no, as in keep the rule, one with fifty-seven point nine percent, and remove the rule, lost with forty-two point one percent. Which is fine, uh, you know that doesn't sway my opinions at all whatsoever. I, but I wanted to see what the community was thinking, uh, th those who would see the tweet. So, hey man, uh, we are definitely going to have a discussion on that though in depth later on uh, before next season. Because I got, I just we got to talk about it one more time before next year, <laughs> like in depth. 
Uh, but right now, the timestamps. Okay. <sighs> now, I had made a comment on on Twitter and on the Facebook page. Yeah, yes, you did. Hey, man, I wasn't rude. I wasn't nasty. I, no. I, I said, I, if I'm not mistaken, you called people lazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rude. I was not rude or mean or hateful or anything like that. It's getting there. <laughs> I'm fucking it's lazy. pushing the barrier. You're, you're this close to the blind. I just I'm, thought it was funny, dude. I'm lazy. What the hell, man? But no, yeah. My comment was like, you know, you lazy people can't fa- hit the fast forward button, which is what I do when I want to skip certain things. Um, that being said, uh. They should absolutely do the timestamps. It's the most revolutionary idea that has ever been presented to the showdown. Because, um, I mean, look at it like this. Like, I like to reference baseball. Look at it like this. You know, you're watching a baseball game. You know, the second and third inning don't matter. Go to the timestamp. Find out where the fifth inning starts. Just skip yeah. ahead a minute. It, it, it's all good. It, you're... you're or if you're, you know, like say like me, you're crunch for time. You have to watch slowdown matches to uh, to cover the timestamps help because now you click on the timestamp, it brings you right to the start of the match. My 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 rebuttal to that is that you are correct. It does help, and I will, and I'll even say it's going to help me immensely. Me too. Uh, okay, but that being said, uh, I sit here sometimes thirty minutes before the show. And I'm fast forwarding and finding the exact times that I want. So I, I'm just saying, in that regard, I'm not being lazy. You no, know, no, no. Yeah. and I don't mean this in a rude way. Let's be clear right now. Honestly, real cut the bullshit. I don't care. Yeah. This is stuff I do not care, dude, about this whatsoever. No. I had no idea it was even an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah me, well, me neither. The only thing that I would do is I wouldn't put the round the individual rounds of the time step i'll just keep the matches in one single chapter that way you don't risk spoiling potentially to people who are just looking at the timestamp because if it's a knockout then you're just going to see two rounds like well someone got well, i have a rebuttal for that the length of the video also plays yeah, into that but i mean yeah, other than me and you and other people are looking at it who's really going to look at the time step? they're just going to click the yeah so, yeah, what, about you, what about you, Dustin? What do you think of those timestamps? Don't care. Yeah, I know how to use the scrub button. I know how to do it. Again, you know where they are. I, I just find it funny. The Christian's rebuttal of is for people that just want the trivia. Um, I, I don't need to listen to Mark read the rules anymore. I don't. Yeah, you know, I just don't. I don't need to listen to them have a five minute discussion at the beginning. I've loved the Cantina matches because <laughs> forty three minutes long, which I yeah. love. And, and that being said, to piggyback off that, um, I don't need to see those things. And those are the things that my unlazy fingers hit the button and fast forward through manually. Me too. Me too. I can just push a button and it, and it does it for me. And you can even, like on most things, you can even see a little thumbnail viewer that shows you what's going on. So yeah. you can see what it's and when it's round three. Uh, but, but again, that being said, I do not care at all. Yeah. What's up, Frenchie? I know you feel really passionate about this. Well, I find it smart. I understand Christian's uh, hesitance to, to answer Dagan. It's because it takes a lot, not a lot of manpower, but it takes someone consistent and uh, willing to do it every match because it's still a lot of work. And if the demand's not there, uh, you know, 
it's a lot of work for nothing maybe but the demand is the man is there because reaction videos this is helpful for me i just want to look at the promos for the first four matches and do a segment about that hell it's a lot easier for me i just click watch click watch so as a reactor standpoint it really works and i think maybe christian realizes it helps the reactors maybe not the viewers but there's enough of us now to exist to have existence that yeah. have a job for one person and and I, this is what I commented on in the Facebook post, and I'm just going to reiterate it here. It's just like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But what does it really matter to you? Exactly. It's it's, a, it's an inconsequential thing. You're never going to use it anyway. So why bitch and complain that some people want to use it? It's one of those things. You watch it the way you want to watch it, and that's your business and nobody else's. And yeah, I you're complaining. I was just saying. You no, know, I, I, I know you no, enough no, now no, that I know no, what no, you're. That was, direct, that was directed at me. I know it was. I know it was, dude. Every negative post anyone I know posts is about me. Hey, Amen. If me. it was really about you, I would have posted on your MLB tweet. <laughs> That's the one where I was like, is he joking? <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. Uh, I had showed my family uh, the Chicago match because me and my mom were there. And we did it for Mother's Day because my mom was there. We were celebrating. But anyway, uh, my uncle just kept saying, who's never seen a Shimona match, like, how long are they going to keep talking about this match? Just get to the match. So it would have been nice just to have a button just to go to yeah. right to the match where it exactly uh, would go to. Because the way that I could have said the way I set it up is I had my computer and I hooked it up to the TV because my grandmother doesn't have those smart TVs where YouTube comes out. So I had to plug in my computer and I had to just leave it and make sure it does, the cat doesn't knock over the computer. But yeah. it would have been nice just to press the button and it's right there. And my uncle would be like, oh, there's so much talking. Blah, 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 blah. So it, it, it's a way for new fans to just get to the match without all the talking points. Maybe we should find the button to get the top comment spoiler off the first thing on a mobile device. We should get that. That's the one where it's just like, come on. I fucking hate. Yeah. I have to open, if I ever watch anything on my phone on YouTube, I have to immediately turn my phone sideways. And if I don't, and for some odd reason, my eyeballs catch that comment, which happens probably once out of every 10 matches because I watch most of them on my phone, uh, how that has not been fixed. And I've seen it. Jay, get in the Facebook page. Start flipping out about that on behalf of all of us. Maybe it'll get it done because it's been talked about for years and yeah. it's never been done. Yeah, that's that's the one. For me. Like personally, I don't give two shits about spoilers, just because that's the way I look about approach sports. But it is also annoying too when it's like, oh, here's a point. Oh, there you fucking. Right, right. I'm not saying like I like getting the spoiler spoiled like crushes me forever because yeah. it is sport. But I mean, if fuck, it's bad. When there has to be a way around it. Jay, we're putting you in charge of a new thing. We well, want you to revolutionize the slowdown. I was about to say, man. I mean. Uh, my right now, my first my first battle is eliminating the benefit of doubt rule. Um, Let's go. I mean, then after that, I'd be more than happy to take this on. But that's mine, man. That's mine is getting that out of the book altogether. I, I, I think there might have been a miss uh, misinterpretation of that. Like I know YouTube has said, but did you actually mean the Facebook group, Dustin? No, I actually. Mean yeah, yeah sorry. okay because yeah i know youtube you don't see the comments less the live chat song i i but I, I think there's an option to take off like as an admin side they can modify the algorithm to show or not show certain things so i think it is possible in the back end to actually change that well i'm going to test it out on our group <laughs> yeah what well, is it's a very post-match thing to do it's probably hard so I, i'm sure it's 
it's probably on the lowest of the low things that they yeah, have. No, for sure, for and, sure. And, and just to precise, for everyone that's complaining, I get it. It's just I can't reach it without breaking the chair I have because it's broken and I don't want to hurt myself. So be patient, <laughs> people. I understand it's fucking annoying. It annoys me. I've been living it for a little while now. It's just I can't reach your goddamn thing. Lou, go Can to a store and get a ten dollars stool. I will. I just I gotta get the first paycheck. Frenchie, what is how like when you say I've been living with it for a little while? How long? I want to know how long a little while is. Oh shit! Nice, Jay. Very nice. Very nice. Two weeks, but uh, from what I'm told in French, that also means fuck you. So fix your stupid thing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just rubbing it in there. I'm picking on him because he knows behind the scenes it does annoy me. Uh, but uh, so I'm just rubbing it. In. I'm like, I'm jabbing my thumb into the wound that is on him. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, crazy. <laughs> Don't you have neighbors, Lou? You can always borrow a There's ladder. There's a step ladder, too. You can buy it for cheaper than a ladder. I, I have a neighbor. She's fucking cute. I'm working on it. I'll see if she has a stool. Just give me a round type. Yeah, just don't use ladder as a euphemism. <laughs> and, and, and if she if she's loaning you the stool, then let her get up on there. and you can. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, uh, we're talking about Percy's love blood now. Drop that one in there. <laughs> Okay, guys. Live TV, folks. <laughs> we do. I'm gonna drop everybody off now because we have a little break coming up for everyone on the show. Is uh, Frenchie and I sat down with Thomas Harper to uh, talk about his title match coming up this week against Demolanta, um, and then, like I said, we will have him on next week live. But uh, this is what we've got for you guys now. Hey, Thomas Harper, welcome to the show. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I stressed would be the word, but uh, no, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm locked in, focused, ready to to get this match under my belt, so to speak, and hopefully have a different belt to put on after it. You, yep, yep. I completely agree. We're going to talk about that, but you said something that, that I have to I have to bite on this. Uh, you said focused. Okay, so I was watching a New Hope the other night, and we're we're at the end of the movie, the trench run. Uh, the final, these shots that goes into the little hole that destroys the Death Star, right? Did I see this wrong, or do the do the laser beam shot things like do they go and then curve into oh, yeah. the, the hole? It's the force. That's or what gives scared? you the right angle. <laughs> well, Is that for real, or are you just telling me that in the moment? I don't know. Uh, we all know now that the, the 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 laser beam is from Kyber Crystal, so you never know. Well, yeah, you gotta. True. The cool the cool thing about that is that Luke, because of supply shortages, and this would never be asked in the Schmodown, so I don't mind uh, saying this. Luke flew into that battle uh, only with two proton torpedoes. That was all he had his ship armed with. Uh, you know, the ship can obviously carry more, but uh, they didn't have any more to stock him with. So you had that one shot, and that's it. Okay, so okay, so my my question here then is, uh, were there other pilots who did have more armory on their uh, and more weapons on theirs uh, as opposed to Luke? Yeah, yeah. The okay. the Y wings, the Y wings. There's a reason why the Y wings went in first. They were they were the ones that were supposed to take out the Death Star. So they were carrying your heavy weaponry, and only after, unfortunately, like dagger through my heart they all got destroyed did you did you have the x-wings going into the trench so 
Okay, so the I'm, I'm like hand. I'm actively handing somewhere. Dimalant is watching this, and I'm actively <laughs> handing him answers. So they're gonna ask, you know, which 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 ships flew in first? And he's like, it's all because Thomas gave his his opinion about this scene that I know this. That's the only reason he would know an answer like that. No, <laughs> I, 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 hold on. I'm I'm get, I'm sorry. I'm working to something here. Uh, so then that would that would bring me to this next question, which is the important one. If he's the one that said that he could hit Womprats from however far away they were, um, why are you going to give that guy a ship that doesn't have as much weapons packed on it as other ships? He doesn't need any more. Why, you know, give give the people that are poor shots the, the second and the third chances. He just needs two to make the hit. I don't know if I'm down with that answer, <laughs> I, man. I would want to give my best shot the, 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 the most... Uh, the most that he no, could no, no. Look, look I, I'm sorry, but if I was the general or whoever is in charge, I got the new kid coming in. I ain't giving him like a proton. Yeah, he goes uh, like, hey, if you survive, you're on you. Yeah, exactly. Here, Here's two. Prove yourself, kid. And he did, right? I vouched for him. I can't. Was it uh, Biggs? Was that his name? Yeah, Biggs. Dude, Biggs. Did. They didn't even trust him to fly the, the X-Wing, much less yeah. carry so, uh, a bunch of munitions in. Uh I can vouch for you. It doesn't mean you'll get more uh, than two proton torpedoes. Yeah, that's true. I don't think you two. He no, he didn't. Did he know he could use? I see. Now I'm all lost in the story, and I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna confuse so me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a new hope question in this match, and I'm gonna yeah, be totally I know. Flipped upside yeah, down. Yeah. Let's get on to the big stuff. But, but, uh, but, 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 before we go on, I did want to ask: Would you be an X-wing or Y-wing pilot? Oh, totally a Y-wing pilot. Yeah. Totally. A lot oh, more surely a Y-wing pilot. That, that's nothing like against X-wings. It's just there's one superior ship and it's the Y-wing. But that's a that's a discussion for another day, probably. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, now this match we got coming up. Uh, I'm very excited. It drops this coming Friday, and uh, you'll be joining us the day after. So we'll get mm -hmm. to talk to you post match as well. Um, I don't know what to say, man. This is the big match. Uh, you, uh, everyone. Uh, I think ever not. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people were looking at you from from uh, before the draft and, and the way right. you present yourself and carry yourself and uh, your performance up to now. But I, I expected you to do well. But I honestly, I didn't think this was going to be your season to even play for the title. Um, right. I, I really kind of just thought that the rookies, no matter who they were, that, that it would take them at least a season to really get to the title level. You've proven that wrong uh, 100%. Um, shows, shows how much you know of Finstock and Change and Harper, huh? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, and who who was uh, for Finstock and Change and who drafted Parker uh, Harper without even having his first match? Eh. <laughs> Bunch of shills. I can't no, say I, the, the like, history, I guess, definitely history in the Star Wars division. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm not, I get very superstitious. Jay Wade, I've been honest with you about this behind the scenes, but I get superstitious leading up to a match like this. And so I haven't dwelled too much on, on Schmodown history. Certainly the history of the division is, is just, you know, not favorable for me. I mean, you know, there's there's been no rookie that's taken this belt. It's the one division where that hasn't happened, I believe. I, teams, I think you could make an argument because theoretically you'd need two rookies on a first-time team. I don't know. It gets complicated. But the point is that uh, uh, this is the only division where a rookie has not won. Uh, the, the 
belt in the in their rookie season. So that's that's against me. Um, I don't like to think too much of that because it's just my skills are what they are. Uh, you know, it, it happens to be my first time sh playing Schmodown. It's not my first rodeo doing Star Wars trivia, so that doesn't matter a whole lot to me. But then you look at you look at other sort of folks that have come in with a lot of external pressure uh, in terms of expectations and stuff. And Parker is the latest. I mean, Parker is a phenomenal player, uh, and it's taken him until this point, this season, and even this season, he's he's had uh, you know minor difficulties that have have caused him to have to get you know back to the top of the mountain so you know what i don't want to replicate is that pathway where you've got this heap of external pressure on you uh you are playing very well but in spite of all that you still slip and miss it because uh, it took i mean it's people don't know but but four matches even three in a tournament in a in an eight person tournament it's taxing it is stressful it's a lot to play that many matches because that I played all four of those matches recording wise within two, two and a half months of each other. That's like bam, 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 like very, very quickly. And so the prospect of looking at all that and like the cynical side of me, like looks at all of that and says, you know, this could come down to a question or two. And like all of that, all of that work to get to this point is gone. And I have to reset and, and do it all over again, potentially. That's tough. That's a tough thought. I don't want to have that. <laughs> That'd be my future. Yeah. And now when it comes to training, obviously you're used to training now, you're used to doing your research. Again, I joked before, but I can imagine you have like pictures on the wall almost and strings attaching. But for championship, obviously, like it or not, the training is different. Mm -hmm. um, does that really add the extra pressure as well or you're able to, to deal with that i think th there's two aspects of that one i'm very very fortunate that the tournament final was a five rounder and uh, the, the ability to to practice and prep for speed rounds and then play a live speed round in action sort of quote unquote under the lights that was that was very very much helpful because i've sort of replicated the prep for that process in that match which has helped greatly um but i you know one one thing that's that's nagging that's different is leading up to that a that match was not a title match so the the pressure the pomp and circumstance all of those things just aren't the same as they felt on me coming into this match uh the, the second thing is it's against gold leader so the worst speller in this league by far so he pr couldn't spell his way out of a paper bag uh <laughs> wet with a paper, pair of scissors um but also gold leader has limited tape on him he, he had a, a phenomenal run to get to the finals of that tournament but that's a real shallow pool with somebody like dimolanta you've got a broader pool of of tape on him but you see the tear that he's been on this year he takes down you know arguably the invin the invincible player in the schmodown i mean i don't think anybody had an aura about him like like damon did coming into that first match and he's played consistently sharp he's missed a few questions here or there but the questions have only gotten harder mm -hmm. and so i think that's a, a dynam dynamic that i've had to, to prep for fortunately i've had uh both in uh, you know my existing faction teammates and then especially in ross since we picked him up just a phenomenal base of support that's you know that's really upgraded itself since the tournament because before the tournament really the, the burden fell on lacy primarily because this, she's the other uh, Star Wars player. 
it's just difficult for other non-Star Wars division players to really assist at the same level. But, you know, folks like Silvestrini, folks like uh, Peggy Gubbins, uh, Jess Schloth, like all sorts of folks behind the scenes were prepping in, but they can't do quite the same uh, that, that Lacey can. And that was a lot of burden on Lacey. Uh, Ross coming on added exponentially like a, a help to that. And he sees the game a little bit differently than, than the rest of us. And it's really, really helped. I mean, I cannot stress to you how much, uh, you know, the, the pressure on me coming into this match is to win a for the belt. That's, that's first and foremost, but B so that people can see Ross play because I see him multiple times a week uh, in our prep sessions. I know how, how much better I've become since uh, he joined the team over the summer and I just want to see people uh, have people see what he's made of because that's that's been the real uh, key in my training behind the scenes. Yeah, he's an awesome dude. Like I, we uh, Schmozo North been really pushing for him when uh, the the draft came out to, to to get drafted because first of all he's Canadian. Second of all, he <laughs> uh, he's such in depth knowledge, and you can see the love of uh, of Star Wars in him that I, I was shocked when he was drafted at first. Now. I'm curious. You said like there's a lot more game tape on the Melanda, right? Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to tell us what it is, obviously, because you don't want to reveal your cards. But have you found a weakness in the Melanda, and is there a game plan around it, or you're just, you know, playing against yourself type of thing? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll pull back the curtain on one thing that that is readily apparent to me uh, and and should be to everybody uh, since the collision match. And at this point, he doesn't have the time to to fix it. Uh, or if he did, it'd be the only thing that he would do between now and our match. It's uh, that, that stuff is wrong in his notes. Uh, his One of his answers in the speed round uh, was based on a non-canon answer. At some point in, in Star Wars history, it was correct, but it's not now. And so it begs the question, what else is wrong in there? And did you do a full teardown of your notes like I did uh, to go back through and double check, triple check everything that's in there? Because as frustrating as it is, just the way the canon reset worked, some stuff has been pulled forward. Other stuff maddeningly has been changed like that. It makes it very difficult from a trivia perspective in a division that pulls from that outside material to, to keep up with it. You really, really have to be cautious as you record stuff. Because I guarantee you, because uh, I, knew, I knew his answer. His answer wasn't off the reservation, um, but it was a wrong and a really understandable way. But it caused me to sit back and say, like, well, geez, like, let me let me do a full scope of everything that I've got to make sure that I've got stuff right. Because uh, mm -hmm. if if somebody like Dimolanta, a player of that caliber, can have stuff wrong, it can happen to anybody. So, uh, you know, there's a weakness right there. And I, I don't know as we sit here whether he took the time uh, to do a teardown and to, to check the stuff. So who knows? I mean, that didn't come back to bite him massively in that match. But it could have um, had that steal not happened in round two. His fate might have been sealed right there in the speed round. It could be Laura Kelly in this match. Uh, that 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 match was decided on a, a razor's edge. So, um, you know, I want to avoid a situation like that where where I'm the one getting bit uh, by an issue. And it's not a question of like whether he's a good or a bad player. It just oh. happens to everybody. Um, but. Uh, you know, if, if they've got one question like that in a the tank, there's probably more that are out there. So I've caught some stuff that needed to be changed in my notes. Whether he's done that, I don't know. Hope so. Well, maybe I don't hope so, but I hope so for his sake. 
<laughs> have all the stuff wrong in your notes that you want, Andrew. I don't care. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Um, you sat down with me recently for one-on-one -on -one for a new show that I've started here on the Jcast Network. Uh, show was inspired by Inside the Actors Studio. Uh, intended to get to know uh, some of the Schmodown personalities from uh, from their life growing up up until the Schmodown. Um, it's called From Birth to Schmodown, and uh, your episode, Thomas, is dropping here this Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and uh, and and yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I've I've enjoyed all of them that I've done, but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, and thank you for your time on that. So everyone, be sure yeah. and watch that uh, coming out here in two days on uh, on Monday at noon Eastern time. Okay. Now this being a sports talk show, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to hit you with something, you know, sports kind of angle. I mean, you got a lot of pressure. We talked to pressure earlier, you know, and it's, it's mm -hmm. from not, you know, like you said, for, for, I'm sure you're a competitive person. So there's that yeah. pressure. You want to win. Um, you want the title um, for your faction. I mean, there are just so many levels, but it, like other sports, there are always outside influences that can mm -hmm. come into factor as well. I'm just curious, um, if we, the community have heard, uh, rumors and rumblings about, uh, a, a change up in factions next season, possibly coming up, surely the, com the competitors have. Um, and I, I just want to know if there, if there is a shakeup and, uh, perhaps, uh, it, it, it we we have a smaller pool uh to pull from of players mm -hmm. uh it, do you have any concerns or is that is that any kind of a factor in your mind at least yet uh as far as concerning where you might fall uh, uh as far as will you stay with the den because i mean if they compact the squads you know you're cutting down a lot of players as good as you are you never know uh, you never know what that den mother's got going on in her head yeah i you know the it's one thing for singles players where you're you're technically going to have roster spots for three single players uh across the factions i haven't heard any rumblings that any factions are getting cut per se uh we'll see what happens with uh, you know plans on that front but uh, certainly Christian has indicated that that, that is going to stay status quo and you're going to see a reduction in roster size that's going to that, shrink the league. That's what I meant as far as cutting the roster. Yeah, yeah. but you're talking one Star Wars spot on, on every roster. Um, yeah. I, I would like to think, I have confidence as we sit here today that regardless of how this match goes, like Kate's not going to be like, mm, Thomas isn't my guy just because he slipped in a title match, right, uh, or, or had to, to go in and play a second tournament. I think, you know, the, the list of players that have won tournaments in this league is two. It's me and it's Ace. And I would uh, I would like to think that uh, that has earned me my spot on a roster somewhere. Um, it, it's a crazy world to think about me not being on a roster next year after what I've demonstrated this year, regardless of what happens uh, the remainder of the year. So, and I, I say, I try to say that objectively, like putting myself in the shoes of a manager. Um, cause again, there, there've been a couple, only me and Ace have gone, uh, you know, our first four matches, uh, with, with this sort of record. So that, that's gotta count for something. Um, now we'll see, I mean, you know, if the, <laughs> 
we, we, we saw what happened to Ace uh, coming into this season through no fault of his own, but he had, he has that performance in his title match. And then, uh, you know, right or wrong, his, his stock gets affected and things shake out the way they are. He's not in this tournament. Uh, you know, the, the season, you know, you know, things just happen uh, sort of weirdly that way. I would say if I have a vote, if I have a say or any kind of voice in it, I will stay on the den. I would like to, to stay and sort of exist. I would love for the den to be seen as like the Star Wars squad, like the premier Star Wars squad, even though there's only one roster spot for us. Um, you know, I'd love to be the foundation of the team. Uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't bother me to step into that leadership role a little bit more. And then we build a team and a faction that that functions together around that. Frenchy. Yeah, I got that. You know what? Uh, going off of uh, off of what you said with uh, with Ace, you know he he had a, a an X factor, and that X factor was like determination and like that mm -hmm. underdog that just doesn't give up. You were a favorite from the beginning, right? So how would right. you explain? How would you describe your X factor now that we see you uh, play now? I'm just hungry. I, the, the external pressure, the pressure and expectations of fans really doesn't get at me. I mean, that's, that's all I'm able to block that out, put blinders on. There are fans in this league that have predetermined back at, as of the draft and, and the same probably goes for Amaru um, as folks who were picked above people like Demolanta and Kelly and other folks like that, that if our season doesn't end with a belt uh, in it, it's a failure. And like, there's nothing that I can do with that. They, they, you know, walking into this match, what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to please those people unless you do the one thing that they, one lofty goal that they, so, so that's irrelevant for me. Um, you know, for me, my focus has been on proving the folks like my opponent in this match who at the start of this season or before the season started said, I don't know. Dragon Con is different. Dragon Con is Star Wars trivia, but it's not the movie trivia schmodown. And like, we'll see if they can compete and know these rules and know how to navigate a match and stuff like that. It's taking like that's been a fire under me since the start to be like, did you really think I was going to come in here and not know trivia or not know the rules that this game operates by? Did you think that I was going to step into this league and not be uh, a surgical competitor? Uh, and and you know, the only way to prove that or to prove those folks wrong is to do what I've been doing, which is win, win convincingly um, and, and and come through. And ultimately, you know, I don't think personally winning a belt uh, either makes or breaks that conversation. But I want the belt. I didn't come into this league to lose and to, to fall short of, of some goal. It's a shame that I don't get to, to, to try to strip it off of Damon. Um, you know, typically beating him is like my Labor Day every year. <laughs> but, but um no but that that's the i like i set a high standard for myself i i set that that standard at, at excellence and i'm the toughest person i'm sort of like saul uh, he and i are cut from the same cloth in that we're the hardest on ourselves when we stumble uh and and so that that's the pressure that i feel on myself is to to live up to my own standards every everything else is just background noise at this point but, and to play devil's advocate, though, Demolanta was right and wrong at the same time because it, it was less about Dragon Con. So far, right. like, you're you're the last of the Dragon Con. So mm -hmm. Mario Wilson was good. The Briquette was good. But, it, you know, it went as far as it went. What he didn't take into, the, into the consideration is you. 
not the Dragon Con, but is your personality, your background, your obsessiveness of details and knowing everything, right? Which right. has nothing to do with Dragon Con. Yeah, I, I think Dragon Con probably brought that out even more in me because of what it calls for. Because if you don't come in, if you go into that competition without that sort of mentality, mm. you're not going to you're probably not going to make it to the finals. Like the, 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 the 10 that compete on stage on Sunday uh, every year in that convention. So, um, yeah, you, you might have a, a, a decent showing on the quiz, but that's going to be about it. Nobody's going to see your face up on stage. So, but I think he is, he is fair. I think, you know, you saw Marie stumble with, with, a, you know, grasping a little bit of uh, some of the, the, the more tactical aspects of this game, but I live for that stuff. I like, you know, I'm not going to be beat on brute force knowledge. I'm going to come in and I'm going to wreck you with uh, an artillery strike of, of factual details from the movies that uh, that is just overwhelming there but i'm also absolutely not going to be beat on knowledge of this game i don't care if i'm a rookie or if i've been in this league for for a few years um you know my my background my profession we've talked about this before jay wade you and i went into great detail about this on the uh the birth of schmodown stuff but knowing the rules better than your opponent and out maneuvering and out flanking them that's my background. So, so like the, my my most gleeful moment coming into the season was getting the email with the rule book and being like, "All right, let's know it better than everybody else." I, I was, you. It shows that we're we're, we're like minded in a way because I was about to transition to say uh, we're seeing more and more competitors going and stepping into the you know manager uh, mm-hmm. as you say in French um, to to fill in right. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to see eventually the major as a manager uh, from time to time to help out? <laughs> I seeing folks like Adam Witt and the skill that they, I think as a manager, you got to know a little bit more than star Wars. And I think if I stepped into a singles match or, uh, you know, an IG match or heaven forbid a team's match, uh, I feel like my competitors would think that I, they were on an Island. <laughs> like I would know that I know the rules and be able to, to call things, but like, the the skill that a guy like uh wit in his his uh, supplemental managing role or like sam levine brings uh that that starts and ends with their movie knowledge right the schmodown knowledge supplements that it makes sam like a deadly manager to have in your corner but that stuff would all be sort of the wings there would be clipped i think to a degree if he didn't have the movie knowledge that he does. Well, you see, I think you're selling so short on that because I personally think it's actually contrary. The rule book knowledge is the most important. And, you know, your competitor is has the knowledge. They're specialists in their mm-hmm. division. Look at Ty Lieberman. That's what right. bite him back, uh, bite uh, his butt, right? He did sure. not know the rule book uh, A to Z, and he couldn't challenge or give an argument about the challenge. Mm-hmm. So sometimes knowing a to z the rule book is what you need and yeah you might not know everything about the the movie on hannah of the question but that's on on your competitors on your uh player not on the manager the manager needs to know what the rules are though and yeah you got that yeah i i will tell you this i there's something to be said about that in this division i genuinely think that the damon dimolanta match might have gone differently had Alex walked into that match, A, expecting a challenge, and B, knowing the lay of the land for how challenges would work this season. 
primarily the fact that you get a rebuttal because if you go back to, to February, March, whatever that was, and watch that match, he seems almost surprised that that the can't or that the mic bounces back to him to, to rebuttal. And it's almost like he's using extra brain power that normally would be reserved for processing Star Wars answers to sit there and come up come up with a rebuttal. You know, if if he's prepped going into that saying like, hey, I've got 15 seconds to give uh, my pushback on Demolantis challenge here. Maybe uh, maybe he doesn't get thrown off as much. Maybe he pulls that that Commander Bly answer uh, just a question later. And and who knows where the match goes after that uh, in terms of the questions. Um, but, you know, I go back and I watch that match and, and I, I've watched it two or three times now. And he's just he's like rattled in the moment. And I, I, I genuinely don't think he he sort of expected that. And, and I don't know where a better knowledge of the rule book might have helped him on that front. Um, I, I do want to ask one more question here before uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, now, a lot of a lot of rookies were not drafted. Um, and, and, you know, you like you and uh, Marie Wilson, you guys were the lucky ones. Uh, is there anyone that you can think of off the top of your head who was not drafted that you think uh, you think should maybe not should have been, but could have could have contributed or made a difference uh, for a, for a faction, any faction in in our division in Star, in Wars? Star Wars? Yes, we got him. We we got the one. And that's Ross uh, Ross Arsenault. Uh, I saw in him in his first FCL match that that he had sort of the spark, and it went way beyond. The questions that he answered because honestly those uh those weren't quite at the mts level just where the division is right now what you saw and how he processed how he approached the game that there was something special there um you know we that 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 pickup has been the source of controversy since it happened and i want nothing more than to win this match against Demolanta so that we can get a chance to put on on public display, what I know full well privately, which is that he is one of the deadliest competitors or will be in this division. I certainly don't want to face him, uh, but he's brought me a long way. He is razor sharp in his knowledge. Uh, he knows this game like the back of his hand. Uh, we've had just in-depth, uh, both canon discussion of questions, uh, in-depth discussion of, of uh, tactical aspects of the game. He's changed my perception and my approach on on how I view certain aspects of the game. Um, and I fully expect that all of that will, will come to bear in my match with Demolanta. Um, and, and so he's made me a better player. So to go from sort of where I was in June winning the tournament and, and to be able to, to look back and be like, geez, I, <laughs> I had some significant gaps in the armor comparatively that have closed up now. Uh, that's all due to, to his hard work um, since he came aboard. Right. And and before we wrap up, I, I just have to share it because for me, it's freaking hilarious and awesome. Uh, like as, as I told you, um, uh, Major, I just started a new job. And on the first day when I came into to my the CEO's office, he had the three original movie posters. And I'm like, you love Star Wars? Go check Schmodown uh, Star Wars, right? So he <laughs> went in, start watching matches. Got confirmation today. He texted me because he's uh, on a business trip. He watched like at least 30, um, 30 matches in a row. And, and 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 I did not mention you at all. It's like this guy, this guy, the major is my favorite. Him, you and Ace, but he described you as 
um, the silent badass. <laughs> I gotta give you so, a so, kickback now, I guess. So, so apparently, apparently, you, you got approval by you got approval by a multimillionaire. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, and and man, good luck. Good luck in your yeah, match. Appreciate it. We I, can't wait to talk to you next week after the match. That's when I can't wait to be done with the match. <laughs> But I, I can't wait to talk to you back when you're the champion. Like, like you know, I always support you since I the, the, the confidence. I, I know you. You push back the the the, the push back the the, the the fans say you're you're always gonna win. But I truly believe you're gonna win. Uh, and I've been saying since the get go, and I can't wait to see that belt, man. Thanks, sir. Um, Thanks for having me. And based on some of the times that I've told you in private, Thomas, who I who I honestly feel is gonna win matches. I will not say that I feel you're going to win because I feel like I would just jinx you um, because my <laughs> predictions have not been spot on here lately at all. Uh, however, I will say that even though those predictions have been off, they've picked me up some points because I've had the the person who won in the in the draft. But anyway, uh, Dan's not here, so I had to say mine. I had to get my chapter. <laughs> But again, everybody, this Monday from Birth to Schmodown at 12 p.m. Eastern time, uh, get to know a little bit more about Thomas Harper here. And uh, and then uh, check out his match next Friday, or this Friday, rather. Um, uh, and it's going to be great, and then he'll be back here Saturday. So we'll talk to you again then, uh, again then next week. Uh, but have a great week, and good luck in the match. Thanks, gents. Yeah, I did it again. I, I keep pushing those buttons that Frenchie's posted. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have a producer change next season. It'll be me uh, producing it, and uh, we'll make Frenchie sit down. <laughs> Shots fired. Um. So I, I got I got one question uh, about what we brought up in that interview real quick. Was there a controversy when Ross got picked up? I don't recall. No, not controversy. I was just very surprised he didn't get picked up. Oh, oh, that's what you guys were referring to. Yeah, no, I was surprised he didn't get picked up at first too. I thought we were talking when he got picked up later. No, no, no. Gotcha. Cool. Um, and now, guys, as we've done a couple few times here, and it, and we're gonna start doing it uh, once a month for sure. Damn it! Uh, sorry. See, we even we—it's funny. Me and Richie, we think the same thing at the same times, dude. It's really—it's kind of cute and adorable, but it, it really sucks as far as I'm gonna turn into a grumpy old man if you don't start to stop. <laughs> no, no one can yell at the clouds as good as I can yell at the clouds. <laughs> but uh, right. but we start playing this sh uh, this game here uh, at least once a week. Because we there's always that one weekend where there are no pay per view events, so at least that week we will play it. This be one of those weeks. We've got our host here is back again, Soda. Uh, so take it away. Uh, what are we doing? And uh, I'm excited. I'm gonna win every time. So basically, this is like a virtual game of guess who. I've got someone who I've got in mind uh, as a as an answer, and it's up to the gentlemen and occasionally ladies who are also playing to uh, ask me questions and I will give them a yes or no answer. Or if it's like, okay, when did this first guy first appear? I will say the season or what have you. Okay, you guys all ready? You guys got your... Uh... Okay, so Lou, if you wouldn't mind going first since you're the one right beside me. Uh, 
We'll do the good old sort of traditional. What year did he start in? 2014. The first season. Oh, first season. Um, do they uh, currently play still? No. Have they been multiple seasons other than uh, season yes? Mm. Were man? Were they ever a manager? No. I'm gonna do a how like Mary. Let's go. Is it Bonnie? Nope. Damn it. No. Uh, oh, I didn't. I forgot. Oh, that would be a, that's a trick question. <laughs> no, she was in multiple. She uh, was, but it's just one of those. She did the first season. She did at the beginning, and then she disappeared for so yeah, many years. That's why I'm that, that, that would be a curveball. Um. Did you go, Dustin? Yeah, it's Jay's turn. Yeah. I'm just going to guess a person because, to be honest, I, I missed uh, Dan, Dustin, and Frenchie's questions because I was thinking about something else. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to say uh, I will guess Brandon Hanna. That doesn't work. Get, off the <laughs> Get out of here. I know you're wrong. <laughs> All right, Double D. You never think that he's lying when he's not paying attention. Yeah. That's proof that he's not. Yeah. Josh McCuga. No. Oh, that was going to be my guess, D Double D. Okay, you, so you've technically won this round, but do you yeah. have a, a guess? Oh, I don't know. No. Okay, I was so gonna everyone back on screen. I'll just take the automatic win, though. Thanks for the easy one, boys. I appreciate it. It's the commissioner, Christian Harlock. Oh, I would have never got Get out of here. Fucking bastard. Oh. You're evil genius, dude. 2014. Dude, Hannah didn't come out to like five seasons ago. I don't know <laughs> what. And, and, and it goes to what Dustin was saying. Funny. Well, thanks for that one. I did a lot of work to win that round. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can bring it. Okay, I got one. Okay. Uh, so, Dustin, it is your turn to start it us off. Um, are they currently playing? No. Um, what was the last season that they played in? Um, the uh, la well, it was literally last season, 2020. Um, is their manager fail, uh, a male or female? Their manager at that time was a male. At the time of last year they're, or they, the beginning? They're not in the league and they last played last year. We had managers last year. Okay. So, uh, yeah, when she was uh, when there, I just gave you a little clue by accident. This person was on a faction led by a male. Okay. Have they competed in multiple divisions? Nope. Okay. Gosh. Um. Don't even know where to go from there. Were they ever? Did they ever play in a title match? No. Bonnie Somerville. No. Oh. Oh yeah, she was uh, available last year. 
Mm-hmm. She was right. on the Burning Droogs. Yep. I forgot about that. I'm a- this is a bit su- a subjective, but uh, I still can- might give us an idea. Are they considered in most fans' eyes uh, Mount Schmoldown material? No, but I will say there's probably a lot of fans that do love this person. Oh no, person played this year. Um this person compete in IG. Yes. Okay. Jesus. I think Lou might know. I, yeah, I don't even know who to guess. Um I don't have anything. Kick me out. Okay. Lou, you're muted. You don't, you don't have to kick him out. You didn't guess anyone. Eh. All right. Is it Rose? It's Emily Rose Jacobson. My very first interview. Okay. Would have never got there. Okay. I, I do have another one. All right. Um, D, your turn to kick it off. Yeah. Uh... Does player play in multiple divisions? Uh, they have played in multiple divisions, yes. It's me next. Uh, are they currently playing right now? Yes. Are they male or female? Male. Uh, does their faction logo have an animal on it? No. I like that question though. It kind of it does easily split it up, yeah. Uh, but no, no animal. Is their manager a male or female? Female. Are they a former champion? No. Ah, fuck. Is it? Ah, I'm gonna go and 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 do a wild guess here. Is it Huke? No. Bye. Uh, All right, Jay. Um, Elliot Dewberry. Nope. Um, has this person ever been a champion? Or is no. he current? Or is this person a current champion? Never has never been near a title belt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Dewberry then? <laughs> um, is this person on the stars? Yes. Okay. Okay, so. Oh, does this person play in singles? Nope. Well, mm. well, then is it Brandon Hanna? Yep, I did that one just oh, for Jay. Man, I was just putting it together <laughs> because it's NIT. I'm like, Brandon Hanna. Yeah, I did that one just for Jay. <laughs> 
guessed him earlier, but I thought I didn't think it was him. Um let's get yeah, let's get one more in here. Let's yeah, let's let's change some stuff okay, here. That. Oh, that one's a pretty fucking deep cut. Um Okay, I got one. Um does this person wear glasses? No. We should do one like straight up, like guess who? Okay, you know what? This one and stuff like that. Do they wear glasses? Before we we continue, uh, soda. Uh, it, how hard is it on a scale one to ten? This one. You guys know, hard. No, you guys know who this player is. So we could okay. we could go classic uh, guess who on it. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. L let's do classic guess who. Yeah. Well, I mean, question. you guys know this. This isn't like, like a Miri Jedikin or somebody. Like, no, you guys know who this person is. Right on. Okay. So let's go just physical and, and attributes and, and and personality. Is this person of color? No. Does this person have a beard? In this picture, yes, and I'm pretty sure during their 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 time, yes, they did. Okay, is this person a heel, a switch, or a face? Hey, hey, that's a guess who style. But yeah, yeah, this is this is on personality and or. Okay, uh, okay, okay. They've been both. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and guess because I think is it Ken Knapsack? No, but good guess though. Good guess. Who else has it? I like how he just shut right up right there. <laughs> All right, Double D. <laughs> I know. Um, man, it's, is this person a male? Yes. Well, when you ask if they have a beard, I mean. Beard. Oh. <laughs> hey, so hey, don't discriminate. I'll, yeah, give, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a redo on that one. Yeah, I give a redo. I'll okay, give you a redo. Yeah. Um, geez, this is so hard. It's hard to do physical features because you don't have some. Um, you don't have to do physical features if you don't want to. All right. Personality. Yeah, personality. Yeah, it's, personality. it's not exactly a guess who, but it does help because yeah, we yeah. don't have fucking yeah. cars in front of our faces, people. <sighs> does this person play a, a character like 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 out of like does this play, person play a character version of themselves? That's or... actually a good question, and I'm gonna say no. Okay. Is this is this person very like loud and boisterous? No. Okay. Is this person Drew McQueenie? No. Ah. Well, he has the. Uh, he has yeah, the I don't think he's ever done heel. He yeah, kind of did, but not he's really. Oh, heel, white beard. Oh. Oh, this is tough. Um, I think I'm a little good at this. Is this person a current player? No. Okay. And I will give you a year when they stopped. 2016. Or no, that's, no, 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 no. That's not when they stopped. Sorry. Hold on. That's when they started. 2018. Jeez, on physical features and personality, that's going to be tough now. Oh, is it Sam Levine? 
No, but that is a really good guess. That is a good guess. Um, he's not a heel. All right, I'm out. All right, well, I guess I won. Okay. <laughs> I'll, make, make, I'll make one guess. Uh, is this is this Tom Dagnino? No. Oh. Let's bring everyone back on. Yep, that was a lot of fun. Um, thank you very much, Soda. You want to know the answer? The game. Oh yeah, yeah. What was it? Top ten, Boobaye, Mighty Matt Nost. Oh. Ah. Oh yeah. Matt Nost. That makes sense. Yeah, I like I was not of that. He, he he was never really a heel, or he was. I, I oh, find no, a switch. When top ten, when top 10 were had were t- uh, the champs, they were heels. Yeah. I yeah, they were heels. And yeah, he only played two years. I thought he may have played three. He had to have played three, didn't he? Uh, tw- well, it's it's okay. It's 2018. Hey, so Leo, if you're watching this, you might need to fix this because it says here you have Lee in the biography, years active, 2016, but then you got him starting in yeah, 2015. he was not in the team's tournament. Or no, he, he was, was in the first team tournament. tournament. So that was 2015. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was he played for quite a while. He played for three years. Well, yeah, because then he had that last team up with Bibbs in that last tournament when they did the in first. The anarchy, but I yeah. think that was 2018. Yeah, so four years. His uh, his last match was against who's the boss? Yeah, the Cinemaniacs. Nice, damn. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. Happy birthday again, Soda, and thank you thank for. You. Uh, I've already got. I, I already know. I already know how we're going to do a, a legit guess who style next time. I, I, I already got it figured out. So I can't wait. Um, and, and maybe even we will, maybe, maybe we'll have a couple of people jump on with us. It'd be fun too. Yeah. But, uh, but Hey everybody, this has been a great week. It's been a fun episode. Uh, we got a great, great week of matches coming up. And, uh, and once again, Thomas Harper will be here live next Saturday or this coming Saturday rather. Uh, so yeah, come back and join us for that. And everyone, please, please have a great and safe week. Oh, wait, I got. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you fucking dick. You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time. No way. Yeah, for real. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth.